Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. This is the Donna and Steve experience. Donna Valentine is in Nantucket. Mm. Kelly Hansen is here making that noise. Mm. Hi, guys. Producer Mike is over there pushing buttons and making this noise. Hello. Oh, that sounds pleasant. Hi. Gosh, you kind of sound like um, Loose Clues. Loose Cluesy. He has, a, he has a friendly just then, voice. Just then, hello. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Here's the mail that never fails. It makes me want to wake my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. Like that? Wow. Sorry. He's bliss clues. Do you have children? I do not, but I was that era, and you I watched that, yeah. every episode of it. And, How old are you, Mike? Uh, I'm t- uh, 36. 36. Oh. Yeah. Remember, it went away. Yes. Blue's Clues mm-hmm. went away. Uh, and then they brought it back in different iterations. It just came back recently. But everybody was wondering. There was the internet rumor. Sure. Is Steve from Blue's Clues? Is he dead? He's not yeah. dead. Not dead. He's alive. Yep. He's doing great. And I think still, pound for pound, he and Fred Rogers, Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers, never heard of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to put them at the top. They're in the same conversation for children's programming personalities who are able to communicate well to children mm-hmm. without can, talking down to them. They can connect through a screen very well. You know, think of this with, with Blue's Clues. Think of this. He did that whole show probably in some podunk part of a studio just in front of a green screen. Oh, sure. he's, yes. And just and all he was talking to... And the pausing, I used to watch and marvel at Steve from Blue's Clues at the pausing that he would do for little ones to sort of be verbally processing back to him. And he would mm-hmm. think, and he would just do, it was so, he was so good mm-hmm. at Blue's Clues. Well, he's, he's alive and well. And in fact, he, when Blue's Clues came out in their, the latest reboot, um, he's gave some sort of a tip of the cap. And then he had a little, thing that he did on Twitter within the last year, probably maybe within the last six months. Um, Mike's seeing if he can find it. It's this... I'm trying to like, remember. Little... It was the 25th anniversary of the show. I couldn't okay. remember if it had something to do with the Super Bowl or a commercial or something. I knew it had some big event or something that took place. And, 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 and it, yeah. he did... He, like, spoke to people who were like, well, where did Steve go? Here he was years since removed from being on Blue's Clues, and here's what he said to all of us. Here's what he said right after we finished this ad, which apparently oh, is going wonderful. to give me a quick you second know, he's to... he's uh, bald. He's bald now. Well, he, he, yes, I think he shaved his head. I don't know. Maybe, oh. do you think he could still grow hair? Uh, it looks pretty bald. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's, here we here's go. Uh, Steve. Hi. You got a second? Okay. You remember how, when we were younger, we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mr. Salt, freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. Uh, this is my brother Joe, he's your new best friend, and then I got on a bus and I left. And we didn't see each other for, like, a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great. Because I, I realized that, that that was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. And, uh, that was really 
challenging, by the way, but great because I got to use my mind and take a step at a time. And now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. And then look at you and look at all you have done and all you have accomplished in all that time. And it just, it's just so amazing, right? I mean, we started out with clues and now it's what? Student loans and um, jobs and families. And some of it has been kind of hard, you know? I know you know. And I wanted to tell you that I, I really couldn't have done all of that without your help. And in fact, all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me today, right now. And that's super cool. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you, ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Thanks for listening. I mean, great, by the way, his cadence, it's the cadence and the way he delivers. It's the way he like to, to speak and space out your thought Mm -hmm. is, is a, it's developed. I mean, he has worked on that. And again, he was doing that just like he did there for, for all of his time on blues clues. And yes, if you're just tuning in, we're doing a deep dive on Steve from blues clues. I dare you to spin the dial and found a, find another station committing. What was a full two minute video. I didn't interrupt any of it. I I let him speak. No one else is doing this, but um, yeah, his ability to do like, and he did that all the time with a green screen behind him, just looking at a lens, a dark lens and delivered. I don't know if he had a teleprompter. Maybe he did, but just all of, you know, the, oh, the little pacing that even did there. Like, can we, can we talk? And then waiting. That's so great. It's great. Oh, he's such a good communicator. And then Fred Rogers to tie the loop. He would with Mr. Rogers neighborhood. It was so good at just talking to people, and he believed, like, we don't need to beat kids over the head or always have clown noses. Those are fun mm-hmm. and have their place. But here, we'll just talk to them in sort of a calm but fun setting. I just love Mr. Rogers. Remember, Mr. Rogers wrote me a letter. That's right. He wrote me a letter after I wrote him a letter when I was 15 and had rediscovered his show and was watching as a hopeful broadcaster watching him communicate and I was enamored with it. And I'm not ashamed to say that at the age of 15 that summer, I was taking mental notes on Fred Rogers communication skills and his ability to connect with somebody on the other end of the television. I was also pretty wrapped up in the storyline of the neighborhood of make-believe because that would start on Monday with something that developed the plot and it would resolve generally on Friday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday a was a storyline. Yeah. Every time. So when then ding, 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 the trolley would come behind Mr. Rogers, he would say, okay, so if you'll remember yesterday when we visited the neighborhood of make-believe, King Friday had to talk with Prince Tuesday about staying out past his curfew. Wow. And now in jeopardy was the fun event that they were going to do in the neighborhood of make-believe at the end of the week. Let's see where we pick things up. And then day two, you'd get a little, it was like a soap opera. You couldn't stop, but it was with hand puppets and Lady Aberlin. <laughs> What you're saying to me, if you've never seen Mr. Rogers, sounds like you're a crazy person. It's the OG Game of Thrones. I mean, I think that's what you're trying to say. And not a lot of people see that, Mike, but I'm glad that you do. I've never seen an origin story. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones okay. or House of the Dragon. Mike got HBO Max just to watch House of the yes. Dragon. Kelly, quickly because I teased it, and I I really think that when 
guest host, guest co-hosts come in here, um, and I sense that Donna, who really drives things and is very orderly, she's gone, From and then papers? it lets me let a little crazy out. Yeah, okay. there are no papers. Listen, or I don't get to sit and chat with you very often. This has been really fun. You want to know what I what I know? Real, real quick, Matthew McConaughey, we got a uh, minute. He's, he's got a movie that he's been shooting, and it's called Dallas Sting. It has been suddenly canceled just a few weeks before production. Well, actually, he was going to be shooting it in a few weeks, so it just got canceled. The set, uh, it was a movie uh, about a true story of a girl's soccer team that went to China to compete in an international tournament. He was playing their coach, Bill Kinder. Well, apparently, uh, it's been canceled because producers and the production company have received disturbing allegations surrounding aspects of the true story on mm. which the drama mm. was based. So they're pulling the plug. Wow. So, all right, all right, all right. We'll not make it on the sidelines. Yeah, it's going bye-bye for now. Yeah. So um, anyway, hey, when we come back, how about this? There's a little Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen news that's on TMZ. So we'll sort of read what TMZ is reporting. Uh, but then some comments from Tom Brady, just when you think, you know, his life is super glamorous. And listen, he's a multimillionaire. I get it. In many ways, it is. But in some ways, it isn't. And I'll let you hear what Tom had to say. That when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Kelly's doing the TikTok dance right now. Okay, hands forward. Oh, good. Oh, and it still goes on. She's doing a lot of mom stuff with her mouth. Nice job, Kelly. Wow. Like, My daughter Adeline and I did a version of it, but it was where you just make everything up. In oh, fact, I did see this. I think I can. Uh... I have got so many drafts on my reels. Oh, <laughs> we all do. Doing this that. dance. Because there was one weekend this spring. Yeah. One Saturday that I was like, I'm going to get this. And yeah. my kids kept walking into the living room, and there's mom. I have my phone set up on my water bottle. Just trying to crush this dance. Did you ever publish it? Post it? I I don't think so. <laughs> here's the here's the version of the song that my daughter and I did, um, which is much better because you actually don't need to learn the choreography. <laughs> and then you don't have to do the dance. Just do whatever you want. And that was it. Um, that's the one to do. You I don't mean, have to pay attention to any rules. Just do whatever you want. I got pretty good at this. I got my neighbors involved. My my friend Jenna came over and we got our kids involved. It's just a fun. Is Jenna, which which, which one are you? I'm having trouble. I'm the one with the sun. The, oh, we both have sunglasses. I have a sweatshirt on. Okay, great. Yeah. You know, her rhythm is questionable. Oh, wow. <laughs> now you're suddenly throwing your neighbors who were willing to help you dance under the bus. Unbelievable. I love her. She knows that I'm just joking. <laughs> she knows she has no rhythm. I mean, we have, we've got our kids involved. No, she's a good dancer. It was a fun time. That's a fun dance to learn. Yeah, it was fun. And learning a dance as an adult, if you're not really a dancer, really challenges your brain in a different way. I agree. There was a... Um... Oh, there was another one. You know, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. Yes. That my whole family was trying for a while. And then as they lost interest, you know, including like the seven-year-old, the 10-year-old. And then in the end, it was the 12-year-old and I who were Mm -hmm. like, hey, let's just go do this. But we learned the hack, which was, and you can tell when someone has done this, but we didn't care. Here's what we realized with Instagram. Tom Brady News in a moment. When you do a, a lip sync or anything that is timed, what I have found is if you do it in real time, the sync goes off. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. we did that all correctly. And then when you go and post it, it's off just enough to look oh. stupid. So we've had these problems. 
So when we did the uh, My Money Don't Jiggle, that whole thing, yeah. we slowed it down so it was half speed. And somebody said that was a hack. So instead of like in real time, it was My Money Don't Jiggle Jiggle. jiggle. It folds. And you're doing super slow motion moves to it. Oh. But the, the key, what's great about it is that then puts it exactly in sync so you don't have any problems. Like it is exactly oh. how it was meant to be. And you look, frankly, like you're a little bit of a better dancer than you really are. You know what I'm saying? So then how do you get it to go to the normal speed? Then it just, that's how you record it. Okay. But when you publish it, it posts it at normal speed. Oh. So I'll show you, Kelly. Okay, let's see what he's got going on here. Whoops. Oh, you did go like a It kind of speeds it up a little bit, too. Yes, exactly. And then you can you can oh, tell like that once that you know. But, and then, so like when you're doing these moves, you're like slow. It's really weird, but it's a hack. Can I tell you something? Please. You're, we, we both have tweens, tween mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. There's nothing that brings them more joy right now than when they say, Mom, can you do this dance with me? And I say, sure. Yeah. They love it. They don't yeah. have TikTok. They have something called Zoomerang. It's kind of the oh. same deal, but like all their young friends are on it. It doesn't feel as like dangerous as TikTok can be. Sure. But they really enjoy when I jump into a yeah, a video. It's a fun thing to do. And I feel like I'm going to embrace that because when they're about 15, they'll be like, please never be on social media again, right? Yeah. That's not cool when your mom's on Instagram. They'll say it while they're vaping, too. <laughs> Stop. They won't not. vape. Report on TMZ. Tom Brady not living with Giselle, dealing with marital issues. Now, look, I don't know. TMZ's often a pretty reliable source. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an interesting year for Tom Brady. Here's how it reads. The situation between Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen is reportedly so bad that the famous couple is currently living apart from one another in separate houses as Tom Brady returns to the football field that's caused a rift at home. Well, he retired. And then he unretired. He retired for 40 days. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's like, I agree with Giselle. And sure, yeah, like she wants him to be home with his family. But I don't know. Like, why why should we care that much? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A few weeks back, Giselle gave an interview to Elle magazine where she admitted to having concerns about her husband's return to the football field, saying, I've definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He just needs to follow his joy, too. Now, Tom Brady, gajillionaire, seven Super Bowls, all that stuff. During a recent episode of his podcast that he does with sports broadcaster Jim Gray, um, he talked about the sacrifices he's made over the years. So, look, I, I get it. A gajillion dollars, all of that. Not much sympathy for millionaires. As a society, we don't generally feel that way. But here's a little of the human side of Tom Brady talking. He said, I haven't had a Christmas in 23 years. I haven't had a Thanksgiving in 23 years. I haven't celebrated birthdays with people that I care about that are born from August to late January. And I'm not able to be at funerals and I'm not able to be at weddings. I think there comes a point in your life where you say, you know what? 
I've had my fill and it's enough and it's time to go on to move into other parts of life. So, so then why is he back well, doing this? Like, why doesn't he just just be if, done? If I had to prognosticate what was happening behind the scenes, he retires. He has that itch of like, oh, crap, the buyer's remorse. Did I like, should we have still could I get one more Super Bowl? Should I have decided earlier that it was going to be my farewell tour and more consciously enjoy the mm-hmm. tour in the final season and the send off from different um, arenas that you play in and things like that. My thinking is that swelled up in him and he was like, okay, let me do one more. And I mean, I'm not saying he has to ask permission from Giselle, but when you're in a it's marriage, a if you want it to be a discussion. healthy marriage, this is a, exactly you do. Not, that's what, when you enter a marriage, you say, I'm laying down my unilateral rights to decision make. I am committing to making decisions with all right. of us, you I know, mean, and certainly you, with your spouse. Uh, you know, then I hearing him say, I've missed Christmases. I've in true, like, we don't think of that as an outsider just watching a football game, mm-hmm. the commitment they have to give day in and day out for that many months and what they're missing. And I get it. He's being paid the big bucks, whatever. But in that regard, he could just be done. He has enough money. He ha- he's he's known. He doesn't need to be seen on a field to be known as Tom Brady. Well, I think it's a little bit of that competitive drive that doesn't go out so easily. But here's what I think has happened. There are some reports saying that people close to Tom say this is he knows this is going to be his last season. So I think he probably got to a point where he's like, let me do this one more time. I'm going to go in knowing this is goodbye. I'll be present in a different way. But she was probably already like, well, we booked this vacation that we were going to do that was going to be during August, during training camp, because we were celebrating that you were going to be away from training camp. And so that's why he did these 11 days away mm-hmm. during spring training, uh, spring training, excuse me, during training camp. Um, and I think that we can expect this to be his last year. And then hopefully things I want things to resolve. I want them I to be in a good, too. healthy space. But they're that's too, a, it's a lot. They're too pretty to fight. Right? They're just pretty people. Quoter. Quoter on that one, guys. There's our bumper sticker. We're going to play Throwback Thursday Music Trivia next with Kelly Hansen. Country Music Trivia next. Yeah. Hi, welcome back. It's Don and Steve, the experience on my talk. 1071. You can get your Project Down and Dirty tickets. They just went on sale today. Go to mytalk1071.com. Our VIP tickets are flying. So if you want to be a part of all the VIP fun that only a select group of you will get to have while helping us raise money for charity, mytalk1071.com. Kelly Hansen is in today for a vacationing Donna Valentine. Hi. And uh, Kelly, it's 1130. Okay. It's Thursday. I want to remind everybody to be listening for a Killers song. When you hear a song by the Killers on this station, caller seven will win two tickets to see the killers at the X this upcoming Tuesday. Um, and we're going to be doing that here uh, in the next 15 minutes. So stay right there. Um, but Kelly Hansen, it's 1130. We do throwback Thursday music trivia, country music trivia just for you. Cause I know you love country music. Hit it. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back. Yeah. You know, I'm, not right. good, I'm not good at games. I love country music. This is a surprise. This is like a sneak attack. Oh, you feel you feel worried now. Oh, dang. Okay, great. Whew, I thought I just lost my whole quiz. Oh, That was going to be a lot of amping. No, you're in the hot seat. You like okay. country music. I do love country music. 
Um, and so with that, we're going to ask you country. So I, I don't know if these are easy or hard based okay. on what your knowledge right. is. Everybody can play along. Remember, absolutely nothing is up for grabs. Cue the music. <laughs> we'll start with the first question. That feels like it makes the most sense, doesn't it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I have so many questions prepared for you today. Wow. Yeah. In what song does Alan Jackson mm-hmm. sing a young boy... Two hands on the wheel. I can't replace the way it made me feel. And daddy, let me drive. Drive. Wow, I didn't even have to give you the multiple choice. You're right, Kelly. Listen, I'm a prime country fan on um, Sirius XM Radio. Kill the music. Prime country, old school country. I'm really? a big fan of that. I think it's channel 61, 58. Anyway. On what? It's a TV Sirius channel? Sirius XM. Sirius XM. Like oh. radio. Hi, Kelly. Would you like any other competitors of ours that you'd like to promote while you're There's on the air? There's nothing like my talk on there. There's just not. Oh, sorry. I'm going to take this call. <laughs> wow. Scam likely. Sure is. <laughs> Cue the music. Which artist, this is country music trivia from the 2000s, which artist released Teardrops on My Guitar? Do you need the multiple choice? That's Taylor how Taylor Swift. You are correct. Wow. Kelly, two for two. Gretchen Wilson, Reba McIntyre, Faith Hill, and Taylor Swift. Uh, she released the song Teardrops on My Guitar. Said it was written about a guy that she went to school with who was good friends with her. He had a girlfriend, and that inspired the song. Why did you say Gretchen Wilson, Reba Mac? Why did you say all those Those names? were going to be your other multiple choice oh, options. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, Taylor Swift. You're two for two. Thank you. Sweet. Country music trivia with Kelly Hansen. Here we go. Uh, Cue the music. Kelly Hansen. Whose debut single was called Redneck Woman? Gretchen Wilson. Unbelievable. She's three for three. These are pretty easy. Gretchen Wilson's debut single, Redneck Woman, was on her debut album called Here for the Party. Here for the Party, yeah. Other songs on the album include Home Wrecker and When I Think About Cheating. Wonder whatever happened to her. Hmm. She. I sang that redneck woman a lot during karaoke or for karaoke. Really? A lot. Yes. But now you switch over to fancy don't have it, fancy don't have it now. I've never sang fancy. What? I've not sung fancy. I thought that's your karaoke song. No, my karaoke song is. Um, oh gosh, now my now I'm blinking. What's the name of the guy that you used to work with? What is wrong with me? Who worked hard behind the scenes to have Reba McIntyre call in and talk to you live on I the think show? His name was Shmeev Schmatterson. Sounds like a real nine hashtag. Enneagram. That, was the best, that was one of the best days. Cue the music. Yeah, for. In what song does Brad Paisley sing? I will shed my sins and struggles I have carried all these years. Do you need multiple choice? I do. Was it remind me? When I get where I'm going, whiskey lullaby or online. Can you say what that Brad what? Paisley song features the lyrics? I will shed my sins and struggles I have carried all these years. When I get where I'm going, you are correct. Thank Kelly you. Hansen hasn't gotten that's an a great song wrong. That's a really yet. great song. Whiskey lullaby. That's a that's a decent song. I thought I was all I think about when I think of Brad Paisley is his song Ticks. And it's about how he's going to go check her for ticks. Oh, that's his song. That's his song. I mean, what a terrible oh, yeah. song. Because, look, I get it. It's flirtatious. You know, check me for ticks. I'll check you for ticks. No. What if you find a tick? 
<laughs> Buried, burrowed. It's like when you check your dog for ticks, you're like, is it a nipple or a tick? Yeah. Oh, we've <laughs> removed three of his nipples accidentally. <laughs> but I'm also happy to say confidently he doesn't have ticks. Well, that's good. Cue the music. What album is Martina McBride's song, This One's For The Girls, from? What album okay. is it from? Tell Can me you give me a idea? Absolutely. Yeah. Is it Martina? Is it Reckless? Shine or Emotion? What album oh is Martina McBride's song, This One's For I The Girls, from? I think it's Martina, from? which would be her debut. Unbelievable. She got it right. This One's For The Girls is on her self-titled album, Martina. It was released... On September 30th, 19 years ago. Wow, my vocals are on par today. (laughs) I'm just trying not to sing too loud. She featured songs on that such as So Magical and Wearing White. And now, a whistle break from Kelly Hansen. Stop. Lick your lips, Kelly. It's time. Well, stop smiling. Trying to stretch time. Think of taxes. No, I just forgot that you whistle so well, and whistling seems very akin to country music, (laughs) right, Mike? I'm on the right path. Agreed. Yeah. It's almost been disappointing that we haven't Steve heard a whistle just I yet. Whistle. I actually can't whistle, so I'm extremely <gasps> excited about this. Just, just oh, okay. a quick backstory, Steve. I drove him to the airport because I'm the nicest person on the planet. Okay. <laughs> and we were listening to music. And oddly enough, I just started whistling to a song. Like, we must have not had much to talk about. No, we ran out before we hit the freeway. And he looked at me and said, is that you whistling? And I don't know that it's different than most people. Here's a common man whistling. Okay, so Mike, this is great. We have everything. Everybody represented here on yeah. my talk. We have Mike, the adults who can't whistle, which always creeps me out a little bit. Can you snap? Yeah, of course. All right. So you truly can't whistle. I truly cannot. Give it a I've shot. Been trying. You're putting your tongue. I can't even see you, but I know yep. that there's a tongue. There's too yep. much tongue. I was out. told I needed tongue. I've been. I've been. So many people have tried to teach this to me, and I've told I wasn't using enough tongue. Then I was there too much. I don't know. This keep is your tongue bit. in your mouth. Okay. When you whistle, I, I do that. But. Okay. Oh my god. Teaching them when to whistle is actually very hard. I've not been able. Super sad to watch. So weird. I don't know. Here's a common whistle. I'm not great at yeah. it, but here's like. Here's Kelly Hansen. Think of your I taxes. Can't I can't even Kelly. look at you. Mike, stop laughing. Here we go. Okay. Um, Give me some real Bing Crosby like. The songbird. Yes! This is unbelievable. Isn't it great? Wow. Did unbelievable. Like Good did I like it. You know we loved it. My mom actually whistles Ooh. better than me. And I've tried to teach my girls how to whistle, and I don't know how to teach someone. i got to YouTube this because... I want them to learn how to whistle. I think that's a fun thing to know how to do. We want to learn how to whistle. I want to learn how to whistle with my Mike fingers. speaks on behalf of all the children. I do. <laughs> all of the non-whistlers of this world. We want to know. I want to whistle with my fingers like that. Oh, I, I would love to get that. attention. My mom can do that. I've tried that. I'm going to have her teach me. Yeah, that's a she, My mom's going to be here like the whole month of October. I will come back in November having learned how to do that. Cue the music. In what video do the Dixie Chicks have black paint smeared across their white dresses? I can see this video, but I need I need more. Is it Goodbye Earl? No. There's your trouble. I can love you better or not ready to make nice. Not ready to make nice. She's absolutely I'm not right. Ready to make nice. Bang. I'm not ready to do, do. The song won two Grammys in 2007. It was nominated for two awards at the CMT Music Awards as well. Mm. Cute music. 
What artist released the song, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problems? Oh, gosh. Hang on. Um, I need the... I just need it. I need to... You just give me selections. George Strait? Nope. Kenny Chesney? Willie Nelson? Blake Shelton? It's Kenny Chesney, and I kept thinking it was him, but You're then right. Luke Bryan kept thinking up. It's Kenny Chesney. The album uh, it was released on had the same name and had other hits like Young and One Step Up. You know, he's got a great voice. I was listening to a song, he, what was it, the other day, and I thought, he's got a real pure sound. He's very country and like kind of Caribbean country. Like he's always barefoot in the sand yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I like but that. But he's got a nice, a nice voice. Luke Bryan, just when he talks. Like, he was talking yesterday and was talking about, like, I know your country. If you come to my farm, he said farm. <laughs> I was like, shoot, man, this dude's the real deal. He's He's got quite the accent, yeah. Final question, cue okay. the music. Okay, ooh, yay. Who released an album titled Unleashed in the year 2002? Mm. Was it Toby Keith? Was it Dirks Bentley? Was it Kenny Rogers? Or Trace Adkins. Ladies and gentlemen, this would be for her to go 100% on the test, which, frankly, I don't know if we've ever had before. Give me the selections one more time. Who released an album titled Unleashed in 2002? Was it Toby Keith, Dirks Bentley, Kenny Rogers, or Trace Adkins? I want to say Toby Keith, because he was pretty relevant in 2002. I'm, it's the final question. I need you to lock in with the I final answer. I think that's answer. it. I, this is going to be it. Am I wrong? You went 100%. Kelly, no. you got it! Way. Nice job! What's up, my nerds? It's the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Kelly Hansen has been in for a vacationing Donna Valentine. Um, oops, I'm getting another call. I mean, I should just... Who's calling you now? Scam likely again. I like how it says likely. If it's a, If it's likely... It is. More than likely. Like it's like the greater than less than sign. Right? It's greater than a scam. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for the math today. Kelly Hansen is here. Can you tell that I've been doing fifth grade math (laughs) with my child? Donna Valentine's up in uh, like the Martha's Vineyard area. By the way, I I saw earlier today, I was on Twitter and Martha's Vineyard was trending. Wow. Why? For some political trending. reason, but I wondered if it was like, oh. you know, had anything to do with Donna. Donna. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's out there. We also just got an email from Roseanne who said, okay, whistle why, why I think she meant while you work. I too, Roseanne says, Kelly, am a really good whistler. My mom used to whistle all the time and I learned from her. Lesson number one. Write this down, Mike. Lesson right, number one. Yep. Uh, place your tongue behind your bottom teeth. Okay. Pucker those lips and blow. I think the tongue. Why don't too you wet your Hang lips, on, let me Mike? See. I gotta look around the corner. And then, because she's right. Maybe can you tighten the lips a little more? So I had a friend once who was an adult, like able to vote like you, Mike. Yeah. And he couldn't snort. Oh. And he would gag himself when he tried. Oh, wow. He'd go. (laughs) And then he would end up gagging. Yeah. It's it's similar 
I don't think uh, Mike Marcotte from Twin Cities Live in Minnesota Life, I don't think he can whistle. I think you're right about that. You know, I don't think I know many adults that can't whistle. Intentionally. But I just don't ask. I mean, that's not something you... That's not something oh you like. Gosh, is it a mic thing? I, I gotta talk to him. We gotta have a, a group of some form. <laughs> Roseanne says that will take a little time, but okay. it will work. work on that. Again, Practice. place your tongue behind your bottom teeth, pucker your lips, and blow. Try that. It'd be so cool if you could whistle by the end of tomorrow. I will work very hard tonight. <laughs> I've been doing it for 30 years, but I'll keep trying. Yes, this is the this one. Is the day. This is the one. Yeah, teaching someone how to whistle is tricky. It's not like tying a shoe. No. You got you can't see in there. You can't see what's happening in the mouth. So Ironically, I can't it. tie my shoes either. So No. Um, here's something. I'm just now cold reading some emails that we didn't get to during the show. Okay. Can we make it official since we t- did Blue's Clues talk earlier? Can we do mail time? Yeah, let's do it. Mail time. Mail time. Jeff sends us an email and says, Instagram story likes. Since Kelly and Steve, two of my favorite Instagram follows, are on today, I'm wondering if they can tell me if they care about likes on Instagram stories. Do you ever see them, or am I just wasting my time when I hit that button on them? You do see them, but it's not in the same way that you see a like if it's just on a standard post or on a reel. But Jeff, Kelly and I, I think I speak on behalf of both of us. We appreciate that you do that. Yeah, I what I really love is when people comment because I typically try to respond to every comment. Oh, that's wow. That's you have awesome. you get I mean, you're how what's your follower count right now? We don't keep count. A lot. Mine's over 12. Feels very good. Oh. Okay. But only because like I like to share information. That's what my job is. So I like when people are receiving yeah, it's it great. and then great. they comment on it and they get excited or I love when somebody messages me and says I saw this on the show, or I saw you post about this, and I tried it, and I'm so glad. Thank you so much. Like, I just like the feedback, Yeah, you know? But, um, no, it's Jeff, you said? Jeff. Jeff, go comment on something. I'll reply. I can't wait. Send me a message. Say hello. Jesse sends an email. Hi, guys. Subject, Enneagram. I am also very much a nine on the Enneagram test, and I like that it's a logical test. And as a hypnotherapist, I use it quite a bit. But I will say that I personally don't believe in any of the horoscope stuff. Have a great day, guys. That's from... Hypnotherapist. What an interesting job. I know a guy who who smokes cigarettes, if you've ever heard of those. And he said, hey, uh, I'm going to quit. And I've tried a bunch of different ways to quit before, and I'm going to quit. By the next time you see me, and so there would probably be a stretch of, I don't know, maybe five weeks between. He said, it's going to happen. And I said, what are you going to do different if you've tried all these things before? And he said, hypnosis Mm. is what he's going to try. You know anyone who's ever done hypnosis and in order to overcome an addiction? No. I think it's very cool. Yeah, because it seems like it really taps into your subconscious. I was hypnotized once. part of your brain. I heard on like a cruise, right? On a cruise ship. Yes. What did you do that was so, you did something. I rapped in Japanese. But, like, did you really rap in Japanese? Is this on video? Maybe somewhere. It was sort of before cell phones. I can verifiably tell you, I did not rap in Japanese. Here's what happened. They had a champagne waterfall where they go out in the middle atrium, and then you're pouring champagne, and you're stacking the glasses. They're plastic. And everyone's having a party. 
I was, goodness, 20 at the time. I was drinking underage. International waters. And I probably had six or seven champagnes in a span of 30 minutes. We were partying. I was guzzling. It's up to you, New York. We have Sinatra on. We're having a good time. And I really had very little experience with beer or alcohol at that point in my life. Seven champagnes or whatever it was in a span of 30 minutes. I was tilted. I was ready to rock. So then my brothers and sisters were like, oh, we should go see that that uh, hypnotist guy who's in the main showroom. I the go there. He, w- he had his uh, hypnotic subjects up on the screen, and he was like, all right, we got our last one. Thank you, everybody. I, fueled by champagne, went right down the aisle and walked up on stage. And I was like, I'll help. And I think he was like licking his chops. Like, okay, sit right there. And then we did all these things where we were hypnotized and snap and now you go down and it's really like the power of suggestion is what I felt and he came and tapped me on my shoulder and said you are a world renowned pop star blah 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 and you're on tour but because you love your Japanese fans so much you have learned your hit song in Japanese and when the music drops you're here and these are your Dory fans so then I stand up and I hear this dude and I had some understanding of improv and stuff like that and I'm again tilted at this point and then, boom, the music hits, I stand up, and I start doing this rap, and I remember the hook of it, and my family still laughs about this, and this ain't Japanese, okay, guys. Okay, you're going to deliver it right now? The, the hook of it was, and I was doing call and response, too, with the <laughs> microphone to the crowd. Oh, my God, was, you? Som, som, sipo That's not real. That's not Japanese, guys. I was just trying to sound like it was Japanese. So you were like, you were like buttering his bread? What is, what's the, what's the, what am I looking for? You were like candy to a baby to him? You were like... You were putty in his hand. Yes, yes, All and these I things? was I was like drunk, aware of what was happening. He wanted you to go on the road with him. My brother Scooty for like three years was like, "How did you do that?" I was like, "Scott, <laughs> I was drunk. I had seven champagnes in thirty minutes. I had my uncle. There was an uncle who, anytime you see me for a few years after, like, man, what was going on? That was crazy. You were so Steve in Patterson. Japanese. It wasn't Japanese, guys. Here's the thing about Steve Patterson, and we all know this. It was champagnes. You can riff you can just i can tell you to say i can give you a topic Mm -hmm. and you can just talk about it Mm -hmm. and that doesn't come easily to everyone and so if somebody says you're a japanese rapper you are you become (laughs) a japanese rapper i mean the crowd was going wild kelly it was great like all this hypnotist might think he's like the best in the world yes no the day after they had a talk back session where he was there and like in a smaller group was talking about the hypnosis and he said that i was in a lower state of hypnosis so he was like this guy just wanted to be on stage precisely i mean as i ran down the aisle it's like one more i've never seen you tilted as you call it yeah that was a a time that that it happened and then one time i went to a Coldplay concert and i told lou earlier that night i was like just so you know a bunch of people are going to be getting hammered and like shame on them well smash cut to pride (laughs) cometh before the fall guys there's your bible lesson for today some wall at u.s bank stadium walk right into me (laughs) Jumped right out in front of you. Just slammed right into my chest. Wow. Apparently, I was very enamored with the Uber app later. Like, the car is moving. <laughs> it was not my best moment, guys. <laughs> anyway, I still think about it when I listen to Coldplay. That sucks. Hey, Kelly Hansen. She's going to be done? back tomorrow. She'll be on Twin Yay. Cities Live today. Cobra coming up next.